P Square Phenomenal Epics back again. Second, well, first episode of the year, 2021. And uh, interesting to say the least. I got two things to figure out, but I'll come up, I'll come back to that. But first things first, Phenoms. Let's say what's up to Silvio. What's going on, brother? How you feeling? Well, I'm all right. What up, cuz? And I'm out here freezing and freezing and freezing them. I uh, <laughs> freezing them, freezing them, <laughs> freezing them. Freezing wait, wait, you know? what are you freezing? So, what are you freezing? Uh, I'm freezing the giblets at this point, man. It, I was listening to the uh, a little bits, the, <laughs> the little, the little bits, bits, like the British you know, say, right? My bits, <laughs> uh, my, my bits have turned. Turned into ovaries now, but it's cold. Uh, um, I was the the weatherman before I came out was like, "Hey, we're having, uh, you know, they got the nine o'clock news." So I tuned in real quick and I was watching the weather report. And for those of you who might be listening, it's it's nine, uh, it's after nine thirty. Where we at here? Not almost ten. And uh, and so they their the weather report said it's nice moderate temperature. It's twenty nine degrees. And I'm like moderate. All right, but I had to have a cigar. And I was like, well, I'm going outside, and uh, and I'm enjoying my cigar. So, freezing, but uh, and freezing them, but I'm, I'm gonna have the cigar, enjoy a little bit, and uh, so I hope you're doing all right, bro. How yeah. you feeling? How you doing? I'm I'm all right. I'm uh, feeling good, to be honest with you. My um, I'd like to hear that. The thing that I can't figure out is I can't get away from my dishwasher, so I try to move. I used to do the pod sitting in my living room on my big. My big dining room table. It's a rotund, and like knights of the, it's like a knights of the round table type. And uh, every time I'm on the pod, all you hear is the gargling of the dishwasher. Now I come over here to my office, and all you hear is the gargling of the dishwasher. What kind of shit is that? Anyway, so that's my dilemma at the moment. Another dilemma that I have is this. I don't know if you remember that I had those um. I have these kind of tiki torch Molotov things that I made my bourbon bottles into. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm going to have to pick those up during the nicer weather. Yeah, the, the one thing is that I cannot, I cannot get the wick to burn through all the way into the center. It only burns on the outside. And yeah. the wicks that do good is the little one that looks like a thick shoestring. A round thing, mm. and those are the ones that do really good. They they stay lit. You don't even have to move it. You don't have to pull it up. It doesn't go by. It doesn't. It stays a good amount, maybe like a half an inch thick or a half an inch length out of the bottle, and it stays lit for a long time. And it actually allows uh, heat. Like you can feel the heat off of it. I wish I had recorded it earlier. I was smoking. I was smoking a cigar too. And because my wife is at a birthday party, um, so I, I got the house all to myself. And I try to, like, set it up where I had, like, a makeshift fire pit with all these Molotovs, tiki torches. And, yeah, it was more research than relaxing and enjoying a cigar. So I got to finish that task of, joy in, of enjoying a cigar in a little bit. So I'm going to get my hand warmers. Put them in my bits. <laughs> they can go out right. there since you say it's colder now. So, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna start doing the. Uh, you're gonna hear in the background. You're gonna hear me, uh, you know, snorting up the uh, the runny nose. Uh, oh. I'm gonna start sounding like your boy, the uh, Trumpezy. Trumpezy, yeah. Well, you know, speaking of this oh, guy, the chumpster. Let's take a little. Let's take a little. Uh, let Let me just let the phenoms know what to expect this episode, and let's go ahead and uh, and uh, take a little break. Short little. Show a little break. What do you think? Back. What do you think we got to do? So what, uh, what are we tackling? Well, we're going we're to go over. We're going to go over some things. We're going to go over what is a Republican, and then I want to go over a little bit of histrionics. A little bit of histrionics. Maybe. I mean, I, I, we've seen this stuff about the Capitol to nauseam, to nauseam, and it, yes, it deserves that coverage. Um, but I want to bring up a different question. I'm going to bring up what do you think those people were thinking while they were there and all this stuff is happening? I want to know what you think those Trump supporters were thinking while they were doing what they were doing. Because I got an interesting take on that. And uh, I like it. And yeah, just a little random stuff here and there. And then we'll uh, we'll hammer it out. So, right after these beautiful tunes, we'll be right back. We were counting one star at a time. One fell out of the sky. You had your eyes closed, you were wishing on them. I was thinking about your lips, girl, and kissing on them. We were sitting in the light of the moon. I was watching it shine on you. Funny how time flies with a good girl on a good night. We were down to 1 a.m. Listening to one more song. Thinking I want more than just one night. We're back. P.E. squared. Back again. Now, we left saying a few of the things that we're going to talk about. Of course, we'll, 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 we'll pipe in some random stuff here and there. But, uh... You have more experience than me in this realm, all right? I would like to know, you know, let's try to like, let's try to, let's try to zip through this because we're not really going to find the answer here. Let's get an opinion of what you believe a Republican to be. What is a Republican in your opinion, or what you've experienced, the floor is yours. Well, thank you, bro. Uh, so to be clear, this isn't—we're—I'm not sticking to the definition uh, because I believe the Republican Party has, uh, you know, gone through different iterations, right? By technicality, you can, you can come up with are, the definition. You can use the definition as yeah, reference, but there mainly you your right, experience. Right. There, there you go. That's exactly what we're shooting for. And so I want to make that clear right off the jump. This is an opinion about my interaction with most Republicans and their party line is not my concern. Their technical definition that you can Google and all that other jazz, go for it. Not my issue. Uh, So that's the basis of this question. And a Republican to me is someone who does value more of the conservative lifestyle, whatever that might encompass, because apparently even the conservatives don't agree exactly on their, you know, party line, but let's call a conservative, a fiscal conservative, you know, the other the other ends of conservatism where they have a more uh, pragmatic approach and they believe that, you know, uh, uh, pro-life and that's the typical conservative approach. They believe in 
uh, those values and, and, and those kinds of, at least most of the promotion. Again, the question is, how do I feel I've interacted with Republicans? Those are most of the Republicans I've come across. Uh, those who proudly announce that they're Republican, they believe that there should be structure. They believe in a lot of the hierarchical. They also, most of the ones I've interacted with uh, who proudly announce they're Republicans and we get into these political conversations, uh, like the idea of capitalism and small government uh, and or less government control, and some have called it interference. Uh, and so those are most of the interactions I've had with Republicans. On a general note, uh, if you all who've been following us, and I do appreciate you all sticking it out with us, we didn't want to make this about politics. We're not going on those rabbit holes on purpose uh, because this isn't really what we're, what we're trying to do. We try to share our perspective and this, again, being the question and the basis for my answer, it's just an opinion. And, and, and you know, most to, to round out the answer, in most interaction, I'd probably have to say they're, they're good. They're good-hearted people. Most of the ones I've met, definitely the people I tend to want to interact with are, are good-hearted people. And, uh, and so for the most part, I think most of the Republicans I've met, I'd have to say they just seem like everyday people who are – uh, politically driven by other, you know, especially those who, who really believe in, as, in, in themselves as Republicans, uh, which I find hard to understand. Uh, but again, they've been good-hearted people. So for the most part, they seem like pretty good folks. And, and, and that's it? That's what you got? Yeah, I mean, in terms of the basic question, my opinion and, and, and okay. what I've done in terms of my, my interaction. Now, keep in mind, again, I normally don't, the circles I keep, if you will, we don't really, uh, we don't have an outright, how you doing, my name is uh, Joe Q Republic, or Joe Q, uh, or Joanne Q Republic, uh, Republican, uh, or, you know, uh, Jose Republican, I, we really don't have that type of interaction or introduction with each other, uh, these are just kind of spontaneous conversations that have then led to, well, what do you believe, are you uh, liberal, and I'm like, oh, Fuck, okay. Why do we have to go down this road? Okay, so let me let me let me interject and ask you some questions here. No, run with it. So so when hmm politics. All right, I'm right. gonna I'm gonna branch off a little bit because the topic is what is a Republican, but I'm gonna branch off. I'm gonna branch off, mm. and I'm gonna ask you branching off. I can't believe it. What is what is politics? What how, how, number one, what is politics? And number two, yeah. how, how do you go off and discussing politics? Because I'll, I'll tell you why I bring this up. In my yeah, opinion, politics are how to get things done for the majority of the people. If it's the majority in a country, majority in a community, majority in a neighborhood, majority in a family. You're not going to please everyone. You have to find the median so everyone can have an opportunity to prosper. That's how I see it. That's what politics or or politics policy. Policy politics. Now, when we say the names McConnell, Pelosi, Biden, uh, Harris, Obama, we're talking pot we're talking about politicians hence Lightfoot. politics lightfoot daily hence politics but are we really talking about politics or are we talking about popularities are we talking about a popularity contest go ahead 
No, no, I just said I was being a jackass in the background. I said Pritzker. Go for it. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So how do you discuss policy with somebody? Because because I have a I, I haven't I, I have a tough time understanding these Republicans. I I have a tough time understanding them. Because they would say they would say that or from what I understand, and, and when I say Republicans, I'm talking about political Republicans. I'm not talking about the old lady that just votes every four years. She's been a Republican since the 60s, and she's just a stronghold, just votes with her, uh, her heart because it was what her dad did. And she doesn't deal in the everyday politics. She doesn't know what's going on. She barely knows a little bit of the Constitution. She knows what she earned in her pay. She got a 401k, an IRA. She's fine. She'll hear a little bit of politics here and there on the news, but it's not into politics. And then you hear a lot of young people. Well, actually, when I was growing up, no one had an idea of what politics were or what was going on in the White House, in the government. When I was 15, when I was um, about 10 to 25, I, I don't even think I knew anybody who knew who the Secretary of State was or the majority, the majority representative of the Congress or the, 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 the Democratic leader of the DNC. Now, they, <laughs> it's laughable to think about these guys where I grew up. I mean, the, barely the only thing that I knew was who who what was the linear what was the um uh, the lineage like president and the vice president and the speaker of the house that's the only thing i knew i, I didn't know the, the characters going on i didn't know what was going on i didn't know what policy was to me let me let, go ahead. let me interject this part real quick go ahead. uh before you go too far into the spin zone we're gonna have to create a new one there call it the uh the e zone but uh you bring up a fascinating point, you know, with the idea of popularity or the, the actual individuals. And I think that's where people do get sidetracked if I'm, if I'm uh, following it, everything that you're laying out, because people do get caught up in the politics of it. Right. You, you know, to your point, we really don't we don't. Uh, most of us, I guess, let's just, just be a little unfair here and, and put everybody into a box. But people identify things with government or politics with the people who they see. The presentation of the the Lightfoot Pritzker, the, the Trump, the Biden, those kinds of names, right? So you associate what the party is on you know on a very general level. Very few people, to your point, really go digging into the weeds, uh, go down rabbit holes to figure out who is and what is and why is. Um, and that's not to, to unfairly generalize people. I just think that you know, that, that makes sense in this day and age for most of us because we're so overwhelmed with information and there's so much, whether it's misinformation or misleading. Yo, you lost, you, you came out of there. Where are you at? Well, I'll, I'll when I, until I get you back here, I'll, I'll keep going here. I want to say what I think of a Republican. Um, and, and, and it's mainly because of political, uh, political Republicans and and you know like this like I said the 60 year old lady that doesn't really she's a nice lady don't get into politics the Republican is to me a person that it in my experience and what I've encountered are majority people 
who are Republican, they do not like the other person's heritage, culture, skin color, and way of life. And then they'll say, well, I'm pro, I'm pro, uh, I'm, I'm anti-abortion. And then they'll say, oh, uh, I want less government and lower my taxes. You know what I mean? So that that's the Republicans. Those are the Republicans that I get, or those are the, um, those are the, interactions that I have and when I listen and I say so you guys do all this you guys will have all this um uh, uh storming the capital uh, uh um talking crap about the other side and creating mess and 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 starting lies and conspiracy theories all to lower taxes and to ban abortion that's what you're doing and that's what it is, you know. Yeah. So, so, so that's where my interactions with political Republicans are, because regular, because I know a lot of Republicans, just in passing, because I'm a Notre Dame fan, whole bunch of Republicans there, and I have a common, uh, common, you know, joy with them, and everything is good, tailgating, ball games, beers, you know, music, everything's good, but. Um, you know, we don't get into no political conversation or political policy conversation. I remember one time, um, me and my buddy was at a Notre Dame game and we started talking about Obama and how he's going to win the election. And then one guy behind us like, I hope he hangs. And I'm like, what the, what was that? Like, wait, you know, and then I look back and I go, and then my buddy says, Hey man, you know, we're in, we're, we're in Indiana. This is what happens. I say, oh, that's true. And then, I, but I'm I'm over here saying to myself like, no, nah, I don't know why you know this guy doesn't even he he doesn't even Obama's policies are for everyone. He's tried to the get thing, them for right? everyone. That's that's what I like about what you're saying, and I hope I hope we end up trying to have these kind of conversations on a humongous level, to put it uh, in a in a slightly uh, playful set of words, uh, because these are hard conversations that people don't like to have. I mean, like, why, why would you want Obama to hang? Uh, you know, why, why wish death upon a politician? You know, why go down these, these, these terrible paths where people are really insinuating or wishing harm upon another human being. And to your point, a good political operative is someone who believes that there is some type of justifi justifiable rationale to what they're doing and that it benefits someone or a group of someone's to put in a policy that would help. Uh, I, I believe that in my heart of hearts, I want to believe that even the most corrupt minded individual still thinks that they're benefiting, you know, uh, some, not just individually, but they're also going to gain benefit and favor for what they do from a larger group. You know, we are just social creatures, not our, not only this, this idea of tribalism, it's not necessarily new. We've been that way for a long time. Uh, but the idea that this favoritism, to your point, this popularity will gain us some favor. That's just the way of life. That's just human nature. Many people want to be liked. And if you top it all off, if I'm popular and I get more popular because I'm doing more things that other people approve of, 
I'm going to be kind of addicted to that. I want to have that popularity. I want to have someone say, man, we really appreciate you doing this for us. And so I'm a little confused when people start wishing death or, or saying things that are just uh, beyond medieval about uh, politicians. At the end of the day, all we're doing is going back to kindergarten and having popularity contests where, you know, I like you and I want to play with, you know, I'll let you play with my toys if you let me play with your toys. And, and it's a perfect segue, bro, because that's what it is. You, you, right? besides you being in the military, you tell me a policy, uh, any act that the federal government, anything that any new law that was signed by a president that they did the pop and circumstance with everybody behind them while he sound, signs the bill. You tell yeah. me any one of those things that affected you um, personally. Wow. Uh, there were a couple, actually. Uh, Clinton, the don't ask, don't tell uh, was a good thing for the, gov the government to, d to do for the military because uh, it really put a lot of pressure on people. Yeah, but you know, besides, besides me, like I said, besides being in the military, because you have, a, I mean, that's your job. And military is federal, but you civilian wise. Oh, I thought I, I heard you saying while I was in the military. Okay, well, I was just going to end with uh, Bush also helped out uh, with his with his idea of how to give us a pay raise and, and help uh, support the military and the families. Mm -hmm. But in terms of me as a civilian, and, and I was lucky enough to do seven years in the Air Force. Uh, and it was an honor and all, but as a civilian, I've done more time, if you will, with the federal government in my interaction. And, and what I feel that the policies that have directly impacted me have been both under Republican and Democrat, uh, presidents, you know, it's both of the presidents, well, whatever party is, is moving the ball along have benefited me on an individual level. And I think, uh, for instance, these tax breaks, the most recent president, uh, and his Yo, you lost, lost you again. What's going on? Are you in and out? What's going on? What's the problem? Well, I think, I think, I think the government has ruined your phone. Or is that Sorry, a government Obama? phone? Ah, uh, you're gonna have to repeat. You're gonna have to repeat all that. You there? Yeah, say that again. You're gonna have to repeat all that because after you said that this last president helped you with the tax breaks, repeat that because you you went out. Oh. Yeah, my uh, my apparently technical difficulties here. Uh, my internet's uh, acting up. Uh, but, uh, this last president, that's where I left off was, yeah. uh, tax breaks that help that won't help me in the long run, but in the short run, there's a benefit to it. Right. And then prior to that, Obama with his, uh, help to the, to the general public in terms of getting the economy going well enough and, and trying to put things in the long run that would af affect me, uh, on a personal level, Bush, uh, while Bush was there, I was also in the military. So there was some help with Bush being there and Clinton while I was there uh, prior to getting in the military, but as a civilian, again, this is about me being a civilian. So I think each president and each party does benefit uh, and reach me on, on a, on a very personal level. Uh, well, for me, it has done nothing. Right? It has done nothing. Okay. The only things that affect me are state. The only How thing that's the healthcare, the healthcare, didn't help me none because I still had to pay out of pocket, still cost money. It was an easier access to get it when I wasn't working. But when I was working, it was still shit. And more state policies affected me personally than federal. Overall, since I've been voting, 
for 22 years, the government has helped me with policies maybe less than two times, maybe maybe three times. But it's just well, been minute. Let's, let, well, then fine. Let's say that, that on a macro level, federal government uh, on a macro level has, has not helped. And you made a point of saying, but maybe on a state level. So let's let's go to a micro level. What do you think? Uh, because all that does tie into each other, right? The states uh, do have some federal oversight and so on and so forth. But let's call it on a state level then, from state government. Do you think wh- what's your what's your take then? So the state government has affected me since two thousand and two, with my family business and childcare, and we do a lot of subsidies, subsidy childcare. The state has effect. There's been some. Um, correlation with some federal doings while Obama was in office, but that mainly hit my that mainly worked with my mom uh, mostly. It didn't affect me personally. So the federal government, the the thing that the federal government does for me is it's a image, it's a representative of what we are as Americans. So the Secretary of State. The, the 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 department um the the secretary of defense uh the president vice president all these diplomats that go overseas to do our biddings and our conversations and our interactions with other countries and other diplomats and other countries are more traveled than us what they say uh 40 i think it's 37 or 42 percent of americans have passports Something like that. So, uh, or or don't have passports. Something like that. I heard, but it's it's astonishing because it's still a big number. And your point being that that Americans don't travel as much as maybe other people in other countries. Right, and then that way they're looking. They don't interact with us, the civilians, much. When they do, they're kind of like, hmm, it, do, it doesn't make any sense who your representatives are. That you can be this person or you can be liked or you can be uh, likable or you can be an asshole or you can be a prick or you can be very nice because your representatives represent you differently. Uh, Trump represented America completely differently. But there's a lot of people, a lot of internationals, a lot of foreigners that would say that Trump represented America probably the closest that every president represented since the since Reagan because Trump got brought out these lunatics and these right wings, right wing, far right, Cunanans and all these guys that think, uh, you know, white supremacy and racism and all that. And then I see it or we seen it like this week. Uh, the Trump supporters went right in to the Capitol building. If it was black or brown, we would have got shot in the spot. So. Um, you know, that kind of representation from the federal government and pomp and circumstance. I'm fine with it. I had I had a buddy. I had a buddy tell me uh, in 2012 or 2008. I think it was 2008 when Obama was elected. He told me that uh, it's a popularity contest. So it doesn't matter, you know, whoever it is. And then today he would bark up the tree of, well, expect your taxes to be risen and expect fees and all these things to go higher and all that. But really, the taxes being on all these fees and all these uh, regulations or or all these laws uh, that are costing civilians money, 
It's because of inflation. It's because of inflation, but nobody discusses that because, oh, that's the norm. That's just what happens. Now more than ever, because the dollar is losing its value because they're just printing money, inflation should have a bigger impact, but the Fed is saying it's not. It's going to stay lower until they gather things, maybe until the end, the complete end of the pandemic, about 2022 or early 2023. But you're going to hear, you're going to, but these people say, oh, taxes are going to rise and this is going to, right, you heard it here first. This is what's going to happen. But really, the civilian doesn't hit. Taxes doesn't hit. As a civilian, you have to know, you have to know what tax break or tax mark uh, bracket you in once you figure that out you can manipulate it just like the rich do and the rich they're talking about capital gains and they're if you make over four hundred fifty thousand dollars a year your taxes are going to go to 28 percent, something like that and they're over here concerned about it but they'll still manipulate the system and look at donald trump paid 750 dollars one year in taxes how you think he did that? And you think he's the only one? No, they all do. So why are they crying? And this comes back to the Republican thing. Why do they cry about cheap taxes? They already know how. They already know how to circumvent the wheel. They, I mean, circumvent the situation here. So that, that's why I get to. This is what I'm talking about. And well, the, what, you know, one of the one of the answers. Hold on a second for just right, a second. Right, right. You, on your East Bend, you got to remember one of the biggest problems that that most people don't want to give. Uh, any, well, I wouldn't say most people. Let me say it this way. It may not be highlighted enough is the deregulation that Trump uh, undid, right? So therefore the deregulation. But when Obama is going in and he starts to put all these caps, that's why people say, well, he destroyed the economy. No, he walked into an economy that was destroyed. Look at the cycles. Look at the history. Most of our history depends on the era. It's been that way. You know, Republicans tear it down. Democrats try to build it up. So really, one could argue that the, the fiscal conservatives and the, and the responsible uh, fiscal responsible party has bid more the Democrats. But uh, where people you know want to ding the Democrats is because they want bigger government, which costs money, and that's why they say, well, you know, the deficit. Anyway, the point of what I'm driving at to you to your current uh, you know things you were saying, Trump deregulates and undoes a lot of what Obama had put in place by simple executive order. It allows the businesses to spin out of control and take back their money. And that's what Obama had done. Oh, well, let's call it his administration because giving Obama that credit alone is, is unfair and unrealistic. And to say that Trump undoes and he makes a disaster is unrealistic. His administration and him take steps to deregulate things, allowing businesses to not just trim the fat from their companies, but then to sit there and pay higher dividends. And so at the end of the day, that money that they had stashed away, they didn't do it to help the, you know, the lower end tax bracket. You know, They didn't do it to help the average Joe. They did it to help the big business. They did it to help the billionaires. The billionaires not only got richer, but then they didn't have to worry about paying capital gains tax and everything that you're right, talking about. Right. So you know, the problem that we have in this country is that we don't necessarily have a an anti-billionaire mentality an anti-oligarch most of us wake up dreaming about getting rich so that we can be just like these rich people most of us think that man if i'm gonna get my lucky break one day i'm gonna do this i'm gonna win the lotto 
I'm going to work hard. Whatever our angle is, we're not trying to say, I just want to live well. We're saying, I want the bigger and better. I want to be, you know, light, live in the lifestyle of the fabulously rich. And, you know, that, that has a price. You know, you, you constantly bring up capitalism. But that's the world we, we aspire to, most of us. And, you know, that's that's what it, what really to your point as well is what how does that affect the, the little person that's what i'm really shocked about is to see the type of people that support uh you know this trumpster is is just it's amazing to me that most of the people are disenfranchised people you're talking about black white it doesn't matter uh what color uh ethnicity or religion there are a lot of people who who buy into what he's saying and i i'm just astonished by it because they're they're not only not ever going to be rich but nothing he's doing is there. <laughs> there's nothing he's doing to help them to ever even be comfortable. He's destroying their health care. Well, our health care. He's destroying their, their potential to become middle class. He's destroying the, the, the ability for them to actually get out of poverty. And he's only making it worse for them to become more impoverished. And, and to, to support that and get behind him is just, to me, mind-boggling. To, to buy into the Alex Jones or the Rush Limbaugh. Uh, rhetoric, the Giuliani, that Fox News. I just, I, yeah, I just, I, I have trouble understanding it. Um, I have trouble wanting to to be open-minded about it. That um, doesn't mean I'm not willing to listen. I just, I can't. It takes a lot more for me to want to buy into it. And for those who buy into it because they might be Republican at heart or because they fervently believe in the party, uh, you know, to your other point, is this acceptable? An insurrection extremism oh. terrorists domestic terrorism in your own country right. and allowing the you know the killing of a police officer when you to your point as well as others black lives matter was given all sorts of grief because yeah. they're anti-police yeah these guys went in and attacked the police they attacked the police they didn't say excuse me they didn't say hey man i'm sorry can you move out of my way i'm about to destroy the capital <laughs> Yeah, no. Sorry, hey, when, so, sorry, Phenoms, but uh, Silvio's uh, audio goes in and out, in and out. Around, just bear with us. You don't hear these these videos. You don't see the live streaming saying, oh, excuse me, officer, can I, can I get past you here? Can you see that happening during Black Lives Matter? Black Lives Matter protests, they were just yelling and screaming. Yeah. Uh, were there antagonists in there? Were there Antif Whatever label you want to give them. Did, did, did the rioting and the looting... Yes, but they they didn't, kill, they didn't kill an official. They didn't <laughs> kill an official. Right. They didn't go. At, right. They, they they fought with police because police then took an aggressive role with them. Rightfully so. Again, that's that's my problem for those people who will come at me and try to say, well, you're excusing that behavior. I'm not. We have said it a million times. We do. We don't excuse the rioting, the looting. We don't excuse any of that action. But this takes it to another level. This is insurrection. This is this is going up and trying to say, we want to take over the government so that your government will be run by this man, a man who clearly lost the election, who clearly wants to find ways to keep him, himself in power because the powers that be that support him have said, hey, we're not quite done. We need you to stay there. Find a way. And and I've said it a million times. I'll, I'll say it till the day I die or until I can realize that it's not the truth. Presidents are puppets. People pull their strings and they do the dance. And yeah, you know, for for, for 
from my perspective, from my opinion. That's the way I see it. That doesn't mean I'm calling it factual, you know, as we as we've often gone into the my facts realm. Uh, but these are just my these are my opinions. These are my perspectives. That doesn't mean I'm saying to you. These are the facts. Take them as I'm stating. And the problem with extremists, they're trying to they're, they're almost as bad as religious groups trying to change your mind. They're knocking on your door saying, mm. you got to open your eyes. Don't be a sheeple. Follow this. I can't believe you don't understand. Mm-hmm. You're being lied to. It's like, dude, wait a second here, man. Right. I'm not being lied to. Maybe you, you've gone off whatever you know tangent or followed whatever uh, uh, zealotry, you, you, you know, Zionist issue, you've, you, whatever your title is. But there's no way in hell that what's going on right now is acceptable. And for a country that, that has struggled to fight for independence, for us to be going down these, these paths is, is just some scary times to be living in, to say yeah. the least. No, yeah. And, and, and I don't know, um, you know, like you said, you know, the, 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 the BLMs and the loading, looting and the um, riots in the summer and then the right wing. And, and, and I'm already done with calling Fox News a news channel. They are TMZ. They are tabloids of the 21st century. They're nothing more. <laughs> I like that. Their opinions are ridiculous. They they bring in tabloid channel. They this is a tabloid channel. It's like if it's like if World Star Hip Hop had a TV channel. That's what they are. Because <laughs> You can't. Like that. You it's can't like, go uh, off. You can't go like off and the do that. The star got news. <laughs> yeah, you you can't go off and oh, do. Man. You can't go off and do what they did and what they continue to do. They're over here saying, "Oh well, but the uh, rioting and the looting in the summer was okay, huh?" What? Hey, uh, asshole, idiot. That's the Capitol building, dude. You guys protected the right. shit out of the Portland Federal Courthouse. But you don't want to protect the Capitol building? Why? Because those people were wearing red hats and they were white? Yeah, yeah. The Capitol Police represented police across this nation. And they represented police in a horrible fashion. I have been pro-police all the way through. I do not support Black Lives Matter. I am more of Black Vote Matters. I am more of Black People Matter because BLM is a political group, and I'm and I and I understand that. But there's a great amount of Black people that make a difference that don't need BLM that are not part of BLM, and here's proof. This year's election was won by the black vote. And I said this. I said this early in the summer. And I said this last year. The black vote is going to matter. The next wave that you're going to see is Texas is going to convert. Georgia, the most Republican and white. Rule, uh, right wing rule, just hard nose Republican state became Democrat. And here we go. Texas is next. And the thing is this. You can't you you cannot tell me 
that the same thing goes on with the Capitol building and the looters. You can't do it. You can't do it. You know, Black Lives Matter, they had they 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 were about just changing the game. They want you to know what's going on. Police this, police that, against the police, defund the police, whatever, whatever. I'm not about to fund the police. I'm about police need to be treated, and I'm talking about within their ranks, within their circles. Police need to be commanded and directed like the military. You If you're in the military four, six, seven years, you rarely see military people talk about what their personal beliefs are, what they're amongst civilians. They're military. They are by the book. They do their thing. And I'm sure you, being a military man, you've seen a whole bunch of other things. I remember having conversations with you that you blew my mind with things that you talked about and discussed. And I had no idea about being a civilian. Well, police, same way. Police unions, no. You can't support any president, any mayor, any governor. You can't do it. You can't do it. Why? Because if there is a car driving with a Biden-Harris bumper sticker and you're a right-wing extreme policeman driving and you pull them over to find out what they're doing and you look to see, oh, wait, it looks like they got a gun and you shoot because they got that bumper sticker, that's a problem. That's a problem. And, and that's more willing to happen than, let's say, a teacher or a firefighter. You know, they, these are, they, we're talking about lives here. And the Capitol Police, what they did was horrendous to a point where I think they were in on it. I think they thought that Trump was going to come through and they have already discussions with the Trump people and they just moved aside or even escorted while others in that, while others that were held out there like lame ducks, they didn't know what was going on. And they were trying to fight and protect their capital while their leadership was just moving along to the side. So anyway, I think uh, you got any final any final takes on that? Uh, we'll hammer it here and then we'll come back with the last segment. Yeah, I was going to say, man, we uh, we started with with the defining our, our interaction, our opinions with Republicans. And we've we've done some East Bend and a little bit of rabbit hole. Uh, ventures here, but I think that at the end of the day, we'll, we'll have to crack some of these other topics open too about our opinions and thoughts on on what created the, the Capitol Police doing what they did. Uh, I'm blue, unfortunately, or, or fortunately, depends on who wants to look at. It. I don't really give a fuck at times, but I'm blue through and through. Uh, I've I've met many good police officers and many bad police officers. It is what it is. Um, that's just human nature. I'm not excusing either side of it. I'm not venerating uh, or exonerating anybody. Um, you know, when you when you ask a human being to be a police officer, you're asking a lot. It's not an easy job for a reason. So uh, I, I have a different perspective on what they did and what they couldn't do and all that kind of stuff. But uh, most importantly, I wasn't there. So I, I feel badly for watching some things unravel uh, because the, the, the optics look a certain way. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, what I can say is that this is a true – truly terrible day to have a Trump insurrection uh, trumpeted by this man. He just 
you know, his name lends to, to memes and all sorts of other, uh, you know, for him not to be accountable and for him to walk away from this presidency with, with uh, pretty much being whole. Um, you know, I'd like to just, let's just say it now, it, it, that chant of lock her up, it should be lock him up. Uh, <laughs> this is the first president I will ever tell you this man should be prosecuted mm. for what he has done to this, uh, to this particular, forget the country on a whole. That's a whole other topic. For what he did in this particular instance, that should have been the final straw for most Republicans uh, in terms of the actual politicians. Yep. Unfortunately, it didn't. It didn't stop a lot of them. And uh, and I get it. They have constituencies that they have to be responsible to. Um, and if the majority of their constituents tell them, you know, you fight this to the end, then all right, they're doing the thing. But I'll close it by saying I just think it's a shame that we can't see each other as human beings most of the time, and that. We become so divided along political lines that now people almost lead with that question, like, uh, you know, hey, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. What, pol- you know, what political party are you in? Um, <laughs> you know, and, and so, you know, it's some scary times to think of it that way. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I hope at the end of the day that we figure out a way to get this under control in terms of a society. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there's some scary times ahead, and mm-hmm. and I hope uh, that I'm wrong. But I really feel like we're in for some really scary times, and, and I pray to God that we figure it out sooner than later. Because that's I, good. That's a good I've segue there. That's a good segue there because let's go with the next ten minutes. Five. Let's make it like five or seven minutes. I want to get what you think is the future, and we'll go early. We'll go like the year or two instead of like ten, fifteen years. All right. So hold that thought. We'll be right back. Right. Here comes the tunes. segment silvio mentioned uh predictions uh what what he expects to to happen in the in the future uh he hopes that it doesn't lead to anything what happened this week doesn't lead to anything uh crazy well i'm gonna put you on the fire kid what what do you think is gonna happen here What do you think is going to happen on inauguration? What do you think after that will happen with any kind of impeachment? Will Donald Trump be banned from ever running again? What do you think is going to happen to the economy? The distribution of the vaccines? What do you think is going to happen in 2021? Give me up to June. Don't give me past that. What do you think? 
man, it's a quick uh, lump of stuff there. Let me let me just uh, let me wish for a fire because I'm outside, man. It'd be nice to be on the fire. But uh, I'd say it this way: I think the inauguration is going to have some issues in terms of uh, protests and in terms of any serious protesting uh, anywhere near the the actual uh, inauguration. I don't think will actually take place. Uh, that place is going to be on some crazy lockdown and COVID just happened to make it even easier. Uh, so, so that's a good thing. And, uh, in terms of the actual transition of power and all that, um, I think that's going to have its problems going forward. The, uh, the politics and the way the climate is right now are here to stay. So it's, it's just, it is what it is for, uh, the foreseeable, at least till June, putting it in those terms, uh, the vaccine, that's just going to be problematic. It's proven to be problematic right now because, uh, and I firmly believe this administration caused that. Uh, that's not just something that, that I'm making up. That's not even just my facts. That's just that's just the reality of it, sadly. And uh, and I think it's just going to be a real shit show for uh, the Biden-Harris team. I'd be surprised if they make it through four years unscathed. Uh, but since you only asked till June, uh, it's going to be a rough ride from here till June. That's for sure. I don't, I don't see any smooth, holy moly moments of, wow, that went a lot better and faster and easier. Well, good thing that I'm here. Because there you go. I'm going to He's go been. ahead and completely disagree with you. I think, I think that the inauguration, there might be something. There, well, that one I won't disagree with you. I think it will happen. And if 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 this insurrection has proven anything, bro, COVID doesn't exist on the streets. It exists only in the um, <laughs> COVID only exists in the in the in the annals and the hallways of uh, CNN and uh, California. Oh, my and and yeah, well, it's not in your house because you got a bunker and all this sanitizer all over the place. <laughs> so ain't coming into you. Um, some people might say, hey, how are you saying this? You lost a father to it. No, no, no. My dad had some lung issues. Let's get it straight. He had some lung issues caught the COVID, but he didn't die because of COVID. He didn't die because of COVID. He was a sick. He was sick. So I'm going to get you that. I'm going to I'm going to give you that um, info. But even though, though, my dad would tell you, my dad would be the first one to tell you he worked every day. He worked through the the, the whole pandemic thing. He would tell you he, he, he was a prideful man. And he couldn't bear to think that he was sick to be able to prance that out. He just didn't want nobody to bother with it. It just so happened he caught the COVID. That's what happened. But again, these these protesters and these uh, insurrectionists or whatever, they've proven that COVID ain't going to deter anyone. And how they're going to have the inauguration with what, like you said or whatever, maybe they're going to say, oh, we're outside you know, we got more uh, ventilation. I don't know. But I think it will go on. But I do think you're going to have some opposition. You're going to have your Trumpers and you're going to have your Biden supporters and they're going to face off. I think there's going to be a face off over there and it might lead to something. I do not expect or I don't think that I think the transition has already happened, bro. I think Biden has already gotten all the things ready to go. And this is my this is this is, uh, this is what I wonder. Can't the government of the United States do two, three, four things at once? Why does the impeachment have to get in the way of the distribution of the vaccine? Have to get in the way of 
the next stimulus package? Why does it have to get in the way of any kind of infrastructure decisions? I mean, the government can do multiple things, can it? I mean, I can take a shit and eat and read a book at the same time, bro. Government can't do that. I don't understand. I think the transition has already happened. I think Biden is already going good. You did mention about the four years. You don't think it's going to last or, or what an unscathed. I, I just I don't think Biden is going to be able to do another run. And he's going to have to either be replaced or something else is going to happen. I uh, hope he doesn't get ill or anything like that. But I think he's going to have to be replaced because he's going to be mentally unstable or unfit to take office health wise. But but that was just to comment on your four years. Uh, I also heard this. This is what I'm going to end it with right here. I heard that Trumper, the Trump, he found a way on how to pass his agenda or his bills or what he wanted done with only having a 52-53 man Senate. Usually you need 60 votes to pass any bill and then you get filibustered the shit out of. Well, Trump figured out how to do it without being filibustered. And I think the Democrats are hitching that ride, are going to take that tactic, and they're going to get a whole bunch of things passed, and there's going to be a wave, a, a wide wave of, of, of situation. And this is what I, and then look, I'm going to put this in for you, and I told you this before, and you laughed at me, you could laugh at me again, but in three <laughs> years, four years, you're going to be like, damn, this nigga was right. And that is that... Marijuana will be legal federally by the next by the next presidential term. You heard it here first. It's going to be legal federally. So I expect these things to be moving, bro. I expect things to be moving. And with the new vaccine, with, with this Moderna and this now AstraZeneca, the Pfizer, the Johnson & Johnson is around the corner. There's another one around the corner. There's a whole bunch of treatment for all this stuff. I, I think I, I think that we're going to have by June. Oh, it's a miracle. Wow. How did they move so quickly to get out to get this basically to eradicate the virus? Huh? Watch. And I'm going to sit there scratching my head. I'm be like, oh, God, only if we had a leader, only if we had a leader like about 18 months ago, this thing would have never happened. But that's what I think, bro. That's how I think it's going to go down. That's a wrap. The East spin has been spoken. Mm -hmm. P Square Phenomenal Epics. Thanks for listening. Remember, guys, there's a new algorithm going around, supposedly. You have to subscribe, share, and there's something else. I don't know what it is. Or vote or something or rate. I don't know. I heard this is what they're telling me, and I'm like, what? Can we? Can they just listen? Supposedly, you got to subscribe now. So wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to our channel or to our station. And uh, I think we get some more plugs, or we're able to get into like some different kind of searches or something like that. Thanks, guys. P squared.